Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome to Chapter 3 of Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Podcast, Gone Too Soon. Today's really exciting. Um, My dad's going to be here, so we're excited about that, our very first guest. And we're going to be talking about our favorite characters who left the series too soon. So it'll be great. I think it'll be really exciting. Along with characters that we feel like might been necessary for them to leave sooner yes because some of the deaths were very necessary we feel so. <laughs> gotta, gotta but, get that plot going but before that um maybe talk about what we're drinking briefly this episode yeah so me and my dad are drinking a local pittsburgh wine again and the kind is called Twisted Red, and I thought it went into this episode because, well, some of the deaths are just a little twisted. And <laughs> probably shouldn't have happened because they were too sad to deal with. Truth. And um, I am drinking a wine called Full Moon. It is an Australian, an Australian red wine. Again, that's what I, I drank in Australian red last episode. And, uh, but this time it is a Shiraz. It's all fancy. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And um, it was a little pricey for me. <laughs> More than $10. I'm, kind of, <laughs> I'm cheap when it comes to wine. I cap it around 15 normally if it's just for me. Um, this one was like 23 at Liquor Barn. But hopefully you it's and worth the liquor it. Barn. Well, there's a liquor barn right by my house, so it could be a little dangerous. (laughs) But um, just throwing that out there that we're not always going to drink wine. We actually got a request to drink hard liquor at some point, but full disclosure, I've been drinking hard liquor the past two days, and I just can't do it today. (laughs) I have not, but I'm just a wine person. I will branch out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, well, let's say hi to Andrew. Yeah, so... Dad, do you want to start off with your introduction? Uh, I'd just say hello. Um, <laughs> happy to be here with you guys. Uh, it's exciting to get to talk about uh, Harry Potter with two of my favorite people. So looking forward to Aww. how this conversation goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we're going to start with my dad went on Pottermore and did both sorting quizzes and the wand quiz as well as the Patronus. So take it away all right yeah I mean you don't know any of these answers do you no I don't cool cool okay so uh my house that I was sorted into was Ravenclaw which is perfect oh big surprise we're the same (laughs) (laughs) which yeah was not a big surprise to me but uh yeah it was kind of fun to get Ravenclaw um I think I'm going to save the Patronus for last, because, <laughs> frankly, I was quite disappointed with it. Ah, uh, uh, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wand was a uh, redwood with uh, the unicorn hair core, 
10 and 3 quarters inches and supple flexibility which uh, I thought was kind of cool so I read a little bit about you know the description and uh, what was neat was that um, a lot of times the redwood is attributed to wizards uh, well the the traditional thought is that it brings good luck to the holder the wizard or the witch who oh. holds the the redwood but actually uh, Ollivander said that's kind of backward because it's the wizard who brings good luck to the wand. Well, look at you. So uh, it's somebody who tech, you know who usually has the ability to to make good out of a bad situation, which I think is very fitting for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, and you have a uh, unicorn hair like us, right? So. Right, and the same. If I remember right, the same length as both of, of you guys too, wasn't it? Ten and three quarters. Is that right? Um, I think ours are 12 and 3 quarters. Oh, well, yeah. Ours are a Sorry. little longer. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got shorter arms, so it probably even And we have wand, wand envy. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the house I got for uh, the other school, which I can never remember the name of. Um, Ilvermorny. Yeah, was the Horned Serpent, um, which... Actually, seems kind of similar to Ravenclaw in that it uh, mm-hmm. favors scholars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's that. And then for my Patronus, um, this will not mean anything probably to people who. Oh, we'll explain it. Uh, aren't from Kentucky, <laughs> but you'll like this, Sam. My Patronus is a wildcat. Uh. <laughs> so some background with that is if you're from Kentucky, you either like UK or U of L. There is no in between, no and ifs or buts about it. And my dad is an avid U of L fan, so this is crushing for him. I was so tempted That's to crazy. just delete my Pottermore. <laughs> Start like, over. Nope. Not, I'm not being a, a wild. I'll never use that spell. I mean, oh my god! He'll just let the Dementor suck his soul away. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> Having a wildcat as your Patronus is soul sucking. So, what are you gonna do? We should also say that Sam went to UK. So. <laughs> yeah, that's so. You're not gonna change your allegiance now that obviously a wildcat uh, is your. <laughs> He's wearing a Louisville shirt right now, so <laughs> he's in protest. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm protesting my Patronus as well. Every time I see a gray squirrel outside, I'm like, "Get it, Guinness! Freaking kill it!" <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! But that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's really ironic. Actually, yeah, yeah. I love it though. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I love learning everybody's Harry Potter stats and finding out where they fall in the realm of Harry Potter. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Yeah, so um, let's kick it off with um, kind of our topic for tonight, and it's, you know, the people who we wish would have stayed alive. Like, why did you have to kill them off, J.K. Rowling? Why? You broke um, our hearts. (laughs) It's like, it was already hard enough. So, um, you guys want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, so I would save, first of all, Fred. I thought that was a useless death. Um, and the Weasleys don't deserve that. Let's just be honest. They don't. Um, 
Okay, but with seven kids, you kind of have to expect that one of them's going to die. Yes, but, like, at the same time, poor George. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time he looks in the mirror, or any mirror, it's technically the mirror of Erised because he wants to see his brother. Oh, how sad is that? I didn't think about that shit before. How sad is that? I know. That is sad. And why not kill, like, Percy? I mean, yeah, no (laughs) one would have (laughs) cared. Why'd you have to kill one of the funny ones? Yeah. And yeah. then I think, I mean, though, my top one would be Sirius Black. Because um, Harry already lost two parents, and that was, like, his glimmer of hope. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I mean, that, I don't know about you, Andrew, but that was, like, my first thought when I was thinking about who I would save. Just because um, he it was like such a tragic death because of that reason that it was like Harry's like last hope to have like his his like godfather or just any sort of parental guidance in his life from someone that he knew like loved him and could give him a happy life outside of Hogwarts um but after I got to thinking about it I've kind of changed my mind and I kind of came to the conclusion that as much as it sucked I feel like it was necessary for Harry no, to, like, no, really grow. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I just 110% with you. And this is going to be our first poll question. Do you think Sirius Black should have died? Yes or no? <laughs> well, my reason is because I think that Harry needed that to kind of set him over the edge. Like, now he doesn't have his parents left. Um, and his final hope to have like a normal life is gone and that's like the point is that he can't have a normal life until Voldemort is dead and that's why I think it makes it so much more meaningful when he does have his own family in 19 years later what do you think and all that well (laughs) I don't don't like to get in the middle of such feuds (laughs) I will say that the uh, you knew what you were getting yourself into um yeah, the the person who came to mind quickest when I'm thinking, who would I save? The, the the person that came to mind first was Sirius, for all the reasons that you've just said. And also the fact that in the following book, um, time after time, I have to listen to Harry whine about Sirius dying. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> However, uh, I have to agree with Sam in that I think, the, the more I think about it, I think that that was a huge... Uh, turning point. It was a pivotal moment. It was. It was yeah. a big turning point for Harry because he has to figure it out from that point on. Yeah. He has to figure it out because Sirius was really helpful to Harry, like during the uh, the Goblet of Fire and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and after that, he has to really kind of find his own way. Uh-huh. So I I think it was necessary, but at the same time, heartbreaking. Mm, I heartbreaking. think he could have been extremely helpful to Harry uh, later on, but. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be really wishy washy and say I agree with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> what a diplomatic answer. Cover your tracks. Yeah. Well, that kind of brings me into who I yeah, I want to know chose on. Um, well, I'm drinking full moon wine. Well, that should have been because, everyone's first clue. Yeah, that was the giveaway. Um, I decided to save Lupin, although it was really tough for me to decide because I'm like, if I could save Lupin, then I want to save Tonks because they they just have an epic love story that yeah that didn't get told in the movies too. again. 
Yeah, that was really (laughs) unfortunate. And I just feel like it was so tragic. It's just like, I love that they showed that there was a love story between Lupin and Tonks that was secondary plot that was happening behind Mm -hmm. the scenes Mm -hmm. in Harry Potter. Like, you got glimpses of it, but it also showed you that other people's lives mattered in the series besides just Harry. It's the myth of Voldemort rising back to power. And I feel like it was, mm-hmm. honestly, I agree with you, it was a tragic death, but it was like it mirrored James and Lily because they fell in love the first time right. and then they lost their lives when they had a little child. So Yeah, I think that's definitely a valid point that is showing just like the pattern of um, of what happens when Voldemort rises to, pow- to power. But I think that for me, it would have been awesome if Lupin could just like catch a fucking break yeah, for real, that he had such because, a tragic life I mean yeah he was already just like dealt a really shitty hand and then he was finally like happy like after Teddy was born he was so happy that the baby wasn't showing any signs of like having his disease let's call it and that he was finally happy with Tonks and I just think that it would be awesome if Harry could have still had one of the Marauders still alive, sort of give him some sort of guidance and also just like, you know, tell him a story a time or two about his parents, just someone who actually knew them and then like still have someone to look up to because Mm -hmm. he really doesn't. And I mean, he has like the Weasleys, but you know, so that's who I would pick. So dad, who is yours? (laughs) So are are we asking like who we would save or which character's death? like was the most emotionally impactful to us is this us i think who we would save who i feel like save. they go hand yeah, in hand sort of but who would you who would you save um i i think i still would save uh serious i think he is my <laughs> i guess i'm gonna stop <laughs> being I know. I know. i'm gonna agree with both of you but i would choose serious yeah i don't know i think he could have been really helpful to harry later if they could have found a way for him to, <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. He could have been very helpful, but if he could have found a way to be less helpful, <laughs> like Ron, the Ron of it all. Yeah, like I'm here to help you, but, but not. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not. <laughs> no, it makes sense. All right. Should we move into um, most heartbreaking now? I feel like we may have a similar yeah. one. I feel like it's a universal one. I mean, I have Lupin written down, but I have Dumbledore starred and circled a couple of times. But the, he was very necessary. But Dumbledore yeah. died. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and also like he kind of he kind of knew it was coming. Yes, it's heartbreaking, but that's also one that was like I also think necessary. It was a very like um, Obi Wan Kenobi dying in front of Luke Skywalker moment. We're just mm-hmm. getting very nerdy mm-hmm. right now. Not to jump but franchises. It was. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a brown dad right now. Um, but it was. I mean, he needed to see that, you know? So. Right, and then it also just, like, cleared the path. Like, now Dumbledore won't be there the next time to come swooping in and saving Harry from Voldemort. And it really is now just down to Harry and Voldemort once the horcruxes are destroyed Mm -hmm, obviously and that's the way that it had to be and Dumbledore knew that and he knew that you know he was dying so that's why 
it became less heartbreaking to me once I found out that he knew, like, he planned it all. Um, but I still, like, cry every time he's falling out it's of the It's depressing. Window. It's heartbreaking. What about... Mm-hmm. Just, like, thinking about his body hitting the ground. Yeah, the way the she killed him, <laughs> man. I mean... Uh, but he's, I think there's off more the tower. gruesome deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Our dad just... Dad just opened up his, um... Deathly Hollows book over here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. To me, it's not hardworking when Dumbledore dies. It, it's necessary. It kind of made me a little angry when it happened, but I don't know that it was heartbreaking. For me, the, the most heartbreaking character that died was Dobby. Oh, yeah. I... I oh god oh, no here we go <laughs> I can't read it without trying the movie I thought they did perfect with that part of yeah, it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I cried when I saw the movie sitting we cried the whole time I, we did cry a lot but <laughs> sitting it made my makeup run it was terrible oh yeah dad um, um <laughs> side note always dressed up as Voldemort when we would go out so but yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I thought I would treat you guys to to reading a page or two, if you'll humor me. Yeah. Is that okay? Do it. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, this is, I think this is J.K. Rowling at her best. I can't do a British accent, so all these characters are going to have Southern accents. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) I also can't pronounce Bill's wife's name, so. Floor. uh, Floor. Yeah, that. So I'm going to mispronounce it. But here we go. Um, <clears throat> you call her Flower or something? No, I call her Fleur. <laughs> That's what it is. Is that correct? All right. Yeah. Very good. That's fine. I can I can pronounce Bill's wife's name, Fleur. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, we're, we are in uh, Malfoy Manor, and uh, there's a lot of excitement going on here. And uh, Dobby has just, if I remember right, uh, knocked... Uh, chandelier or something down on draco is that what happened i don't remember what it was that ultimately gets him in trouble here but uh you dirty little monkey bald bellatrix how dare you take a witch's wand how dare you defy your masters dobby has no master squealed the elf dobby is a free elf and dobby has come to save harry potter and his friends harry's scar was blinding him with pain dimly He knew they had moments, seconds, before Voldemort was with them. Ron, catch and go, he yelled, throwing one of the wands to him. Then he bent down to tug Griphook out from under the chandelier, hoisting the groaning goblin who still clung to the sword over one shoulder. Harry seized Dobby's hand and spun on the spot to (laughs) disapparate. Sorry. As he... As he turned into darkness, he caught one last view of the drawing room, of the pale, frozen figures of Narcissa and Draco, of the streak of red that was Ron's hair, and a blur of flying silver as Bellatrix's knife flew across the room at the place where he was vanishing. Bill and Fleurs, Shell's cottage. Bill and Fleurs. He had disappeared into the unknown. All that he could do was repeat the name of the destination and hope that it would suffice to take him there. The pain in his forehead pierced him and the weight of the goblin bore down upon him. He could feel the blade of Gryffindor's sword bumping against his back. Dobby's hand jerked in his and he wondered whether the elf was trying to take charge. 
so to pull them in the right direction and tried by squeezing the fingers to indicate that this was fine with him. And then they hit solid earth and smelled salty air. Harry fell to his knees, relinquished Javi's hand, and attempted to lower grip hook gently to the ground. Are you all right, he said, as the goblin stirred, but grip hook merely whimpered. Harry squinted around through the darkness. There seemed to be a cottage a short way away under the wide starry sky, and he thought he saw a movement outside it. Dobby, is this the shell cottage? He whispered, clutching the two wands he had brought from the Malfoys, ready to fight if he needed to. Have we come to the right place? Dobby? He looked around. The little elf stood feet from him. Dobby! The elf swayed slightly, stars reflected in his wide, shining eyes. Together, he and Harry looked down at the silver hilt of the knife protruding from the elf's heaving chest. Dobby, no! Help! Harry bellowed through the cottage, toward the cottage, toward the people moving there. Help! He did not know or care whether they were wizards or muggles, friends or foes. All he cared about was that a dark stain was spreading across Dobby's front and that he had stretched out his thin arms to Harry with a look of self supplication. Harry caught him and laid him sideways on the cool grass. Dobby, no! Don't die. Don't die. The elf's eyes found him, and his lips trembled with the effort to form words. Harry Potter. And then with a little shudder, the elf became quite still, and in his eyes were nothing more than great glassy orbs sprinkled with light from the stars they could not see. So now you get into a glimpse into my childhood when my dad would read me books. <laughs> and and Doesn't that give you every time? So the correct answer to that question is Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> I agree with you now. <laughs> it's, that is so oh, heartbreaking. God. I mean, Dobby just always wanted to help Harry, even before he met Harry. Yeah. He had such a huge heart, and I am a sucker for underdogs, obviously, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, he was one of my favorites. Well, it's that's, just, that's it's well interesting. Said. Yeah. And just to see, like, the emotion in Harry, how that develops throughout the series. Like, at first, Dobby is just, like, this pest that won't leave him alone. He won't let him go to Hogwarts, and he's keeping all of his letters, and he just, mm -hmm. like, won't disappear. And then finally, Dobby becomes a huge asset in saving their yeah. asses. Multiple times. Is. Yeah, and obviously Harry grows to love Dobby. And yeah, I agree. That is completely gut-wrenching, heartbreaking, but also that is one of the most like well-written, yes, beautiful definitely. passages that I think J.K. Rowling okay, has Okay, Sam, written. follow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't come with the chapter <laughs> highlighted, ready to read. <laughs> But um, this may be sort of a like a, a hot mm. topic, but um, not the store. Fuck that store. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I get really emotional when I read Snape's death. Oh or my God. when I watch But it was the movie. so necessary. I'm, oh, I agree. It's necessary. 
I just think it's brutal, and I cry every time, especially in the... I think the movie made it mm-hmm. more emotional for me, um, just because Alan Rickman mm-hmm. is such a good actor. But um, just to... And the, like, flashback scenes really help whenever Harry, like, goes and plays those memories um, in the Pensieve. But just to think that he was pretty much tortured emotionally his whole life like he was an outcast he never really had any friends the one friend he did have he wanted in a different way and she never wanted him but he still loved her like so passionately and then she chose his bully which you know which yeah which Mm -hmm. is insult to injury so he's just lived this life of always being like heckled and bullied and people hating him and then even when he did switch to the good side people still gave he him shit for it undercover agent for him. like well i guess the second half of the series but definitely when he was a teacher people didn't trust him i mean harry always thought he was up to something and ultimately he was protecting right. harry i mean nobody did we all didn't we all didn't trust him when we were reading it until the end and that's why i was just like damn he really sacrificed pretty much his entire life like of happiness just to make sure that in the end Voldemort is defeated like he goes all in and he meant that promise when he made it to Dumbledore to do whatever it was that Dumbledore needed him to do just to save Lily and then that turned into saving Lily's son just because he loved her so much and I just think that's I don't know it's really heartbreaking to me to read and then it was such a horrific death like really you had to be bitten to death by that fucking yeah. snake. Yeah, I agree. So, Sam, which death do you think was the most necessary? Let's just choose one for this. Um, the most necessary. I mean... Besides his parents. I feel like that's just an obvious one, you know? I guess I'm gonna say serious. I feel like the most necessary deaths happened Yeah. first. I mean, besides Cedric... Um, I think that it was, again, I stand by, it was pivotal for him to lose Sirius to really, like, grow and mm-hmm. learn how to do things Minus himself. Cedric. I think that really kind of set it all into motion. I think he needed to see mm-hmm. how savage Voldemort was to kill a kid, um, because, I mean, he killed his parents, and that's super sad, right? But, like, to kill a child? No. Like, he, he didn't have to kill did Cedric. He was the spare, you know? He didn't even think about um, it. So yeah. I think that that really, like, opened Harry's eyes pretty wide and kind of set the whole thing in motion, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember reading those uh, with you. As, you know, the books were, were coming out as you guys were growing up, and... I remember when Cedric died, it was like, wow, these are no longer children's books. Yeah. This, this that was is, the moment <laughs> that it changed. This is getting real now. Yes. The fourth yeah. book, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about that being a necessary death. I guess I kind of thought of it as a completely unnecessary death, but you're right. I mean, in, in order to open Harry's eyes to what was really going on and how how serious things were, uh, it was. It was very necessary. Yeah. I mean, at that time, he was like 14, 15. I mean, to see someone who was 15, 16 get killed right in front of you, I mean, that's got to be a eye-opener, you know? Um, right. 
I, I guess if I was going to choose one person's death that I, that I think was the most necessary for the story was, I, I would probably go with Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, for all, you, you've already elaborated on it, Sam. You know why it was, why it was probably the, so important. But I would. I also think that's kind of an easy answer, but I think it's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the most obvious one to me is Voldemort. Well, he has to die, or you know, there's no climax to the story. But, yeah, <laughs> um, this is true. Yeah, <laughs> or you could say Harry's death was true. the most Harry necessary. Died. In order the piece to... of Voldemort in him died. Well, you know, <laughs> but that was necessary well, in that's order true. to kill yeah. Voldemort true. completely. <laughs> If you could kill anyone who you don't think died soon enough or should have died, who would you choose? Oh, wow, I didn't... One, two, three, everyone say their answer. Umbridge. Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> Umbridge, w- yeah. without question. But we'd have to do it very slowly. Just no hesitation. Yeah, but it should have been sooner. I, th- I mean, I, she dies, right? No, she goes to Azkaban. Um no, she goes to Azkaban. Yeah, she should have been lynched by the centaurs. That but she actually gets what she deserves because she is going to spend a long time being punished and tortured. And I think that's good for her. This is true. Yeah. Death would be too easy for her. But I also just hate that bitch. Yeah, she wasn't very nice. So, a death that... I mean, Bellatrix... Dies, yeah, Molly right? kills her. Mm-hmm. She dies. In the most badass yeah. way. That? Yeah. Well, I'm a little confused, like, when I was reading the last, like, the battle chapter. Like, it was saying that different people in Hogwarts were taking down Death Eaters. And I wasn't positive if that meant they were killing them or they were just, like, stunning them for, like, them to be taken later to like yeah, Azkaban sure I feel like probably a mixture so, of both I feel like no one really wanted to like kill people yeah. right out but like Molly was protecting her kid and then right so like it's just interesting to me how like some of them JK decided to like elaborate like yes they were killed and then some of them she was like they were just taken mm-hmm. down you can take that as you will but she made it important to show that Bellatrix was really put in her place mm-hmm. by Molly, which was something that I wouldn't expect because I never thought that Molly like equaled Bellatrix in power. She was like the As, complete I mean, maybe opposite. Maybe that's fucked up if to say. If you could think of the complete opposite character of Bellatrix, right. it would be Molly Weasley, the most welcoming and warm yeah. person. Which this might be <laughs> a discussion for a future podcast of the uh, women of Harry Potter who we found fascinating but yeah I just I wanted to clarify that because that always confused me sometimes with who was actually dead in that last battle I kind of wish Lucius would have died yeah he's a bitch (laughs) he is I'm just going to say that while I, I, I didn't like Bellatrix dying she was one of my favorite characters, even though I she, mean, she was fun. Even though she killed two of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Andrew. I agree. Like, and I know maybe that sounds awful, but 
She is yeah. so badass. Well, my mom would like, always dress up like her. For, like she's for the intense. last movie premiere, she dressed up as Bellatrix. And she was a hot Bellatrix. Oh, God. She was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard my mom in the background, but oh. she just agreed. So. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Somebody could maybe oh, uh, psychoanalyze that one. We're not going to do that. <laughs> not today, though. We're going to blame it on that one on the wine <laughs> that's been consumed. <laughs> oh god well that was like super fun to like hear about I mean I kind of knew who Sam was going to say but really had no idea who my dad was going to say but we've talked about it before so I yeah, you know well and I feel like my opinion has changed a little bit over the years like, like I said my first reaction was serious but then I was like I don't know I feel like there's a lot of growth um after Sirius died for him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm I'm still really upset about Tonks just because the more I reread, I feel like I connect with her. Yeah, she on, was like, awesome. On, like, a spiritual level. She's just, like, yeah. And um, I hate that I that I don't know how she and yeah. Lupin died. Like, I don't I know how I feel like that could have been... Died. Like, did they die together? Did they die separately? Did they die protecting each other? I feel like that could have been something know. that maybe should have been added just to give people a little closure. I mean, yeah. There's no closure. They were technically yeah. minor characters, but, like, they were, like, a major minor character, if that makes sense. Like, it's hard to not identify with her, you know? She rebelled against a lot of things. I mean, she was related to Bellatrix, and I feel like that's something a lot of people don't know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, yeah, part of that family and she could have easily gone the wrong way and given into that but she didn't and I think that you know she's a Hufflepuff (laughs) which I am now too we found out and but what I find fascinating is that she is the most like fearless in your face Hufflepuff like if someone challenged her she would be up Mm -hmm. about to like beat their ass down because she just wasn't going to back down and she wasn't afraid of anything. And I think she easily could have been a Gryffindor, but the fact that she was just so, like, selfless also. And sort of and more of an outcast. Fun. You know, I feel like... Yeah, and she and then mm-hmm. she didn't really yeah. take herself that seriously. So, I don't know. I just really loved her as a character, and it just was, like, insult to injury that she had yeah. to die. I'm just curious now. Lupin. Dad, who's your favorite character? But... Like my favorite character in all of the stories? Yeah. Well, that's not fair. I didn't prepare for that. Well, I'm putting you on the spot. Um, okay. <laughs> I obviously like Dobby a lot, but if I'm thinking of just like the main characters, I, Harry is my favorite. And I know that that's an easy answer, and I know that he That had, wouldn't be my answer, so it's not easy. Yeah. I, Harry. I like Harry. I know that he's. Uh, I think he is what a hero should be. He's very flawed. Um, he relies heavily on his friends. Uh, his friends are also flawed, but they're also gifted in a variety of ways that he isn't, and he recognizes their gifts and his lack. And he is always willing to learn and to grow himself. And... Uh, in the end, he does what he needs to do. Yeah. And I, I like that. I think, I think she did a great job 
which is why she is who she is. <laughs> and yeah. we're here talking about her. <laughs> I think Harry's awesome. And I, he's, he's my favorite. Harry and Dobby <laughs> are my favorites. All right. We answered that well for not knowing that was coming. Yeah. Cool. Should we move into the trivia part? Yes, I almost this forgot. We get to do so trivia. For trivia, we're going to ask my dad five <laughs> questions that probably only Sam and myself would know because um, we've read the book so many times. Um, and if he gets them right, <laughs> Sam and I will drink. And if he gets them wrong, he will drink. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you should have paced yourself. <laughs> All right. So let's start. Um Question one. How many points is the golden snitch worth? I'm going to say 200 because I don't remember and I'm pulling a number out of the air. Oh, drink! <laughs> Would you like to tell him the right answer, Samantha? 150. 150. I was close-ish. <laughs> I will say that I always thought the points for those things... Were I know, it was nonsense. <laughs> they were completely <laughs> random and made no sense. And you didn't have to score any points to win the game. You could just catch the snitch and you win. Yeah, but so you had why to be a did, good seeker. Why did it even come with points? No, it's not that you win if you catch the snitch. It's the game ends. Yeah. So you could be ahead by 150, or by like 160, the other team catches the snitch and you still win. Yeah, so if you had like a really shitty All keeper right. and like the other team scored a bunch of points. Well, it happens, it happens in the World Cup. Ireland wins. Oh, yeah. Even though Crumb catches the oh, snitch, right. he was selfish. He just wanted to catch and be like, yeah, I'm the best seeker, even though we're going to lose. And when I catch the snitch. That's right. Crumb. But anyways. Right. What a dream boat. Okay. <laughs> Glad that wasn't another question. <laughs> <laughs> this one's kind of hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Was that the easy one? No. Okay. <laughs> Which Green God's vault does Hagrid get something out of in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? So when they're going to get yeah, Harry's yeah, money. Yeah. I know. I know it's a number. Uh, 521. Drink! <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's 713. 713. Ooh. I was close. <laughs> yeah. How's that wine treating you, Andrew? It's really sweet. You're supposed to drink it with dessert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we had dessert several hours ago. <laughs> Well, I'm a little parched if you think you can get an answer right next time. <laughs> One thing you should know about Sam is she's an incredible shit talker <laughs> in every aspect of her life. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. It is, it is. <laughs> okay. What color is unicorn blood? Silver. Yay, Cheers to you, Samantha. Good job. I'm guessing that was the easy one. Mm -hmm. She put one on a tee for me. Thank you. What kind of core does Harry's wand have? Well, and I guess Voldemort's as well. I'm going to say unicorn here. Cause Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's the only one I know <laughs> off the top of my head. It's a phoenix feather. Oh, the phoenix feather. I remember right. it was the phoenix that only shed two feathers. One yes, other yes, yes. feather. <laughs> Just one other feather. That's right. Ask me again. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Sorry. Drink up. I was close. All right. You might know this one. I feel like only someone who has read the books will know this answer. Which subject does Professor Binns teach at Hogwarts? Professor who? Binns. <laughs> he's the ghost. Yeah, yeah, he's the ghost. Who just kept on teaching. 
Everyone fell asleep in his class because the subject is super boring. Uh. Except Hermione. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say something about the history of magic or something like that. Yay! You got it right. Did I get it right? Yeah. All right. Now I get to finish my glass of wine. <laughs> so you got two of Yay. them, right? Yeah, and five. I really could kick myself over the uh, the phoenix. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah. I mean... Are you still going to claim me as your dad? Yeah. Right. Your reading, really, I think, will save you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll never forget now how many points a snitch is worth, I'm it's sure. 250. 150. <laughs> 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 so he will. <laughs> At least he didn't ask how many, like, sickles are in a galleon. Yeah, I honestly like <laughs> was like, uh, I'm not, I didn't know that one. Real money confuses me sometimes. <laughs> not real money, but. <laughs> yeah, so. So. I know, but. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Thank you, thank Andrew, you for, for being with us. Being a jolly old sport. Well, thank you guys a lot. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with you. Yeah. All right. So, I just want to say I really appreciate all the times you took us to premieres and dressed up with us, and took us to England and encouraged our love of Harry Potter and just being a nerd in general, just being a positive, being yourself, supportive role model. Well, I appreciate it. You are quite welcome, and the pleasure was all mine. Oh, the bald eagle. All right. The bald well, eagle. thank you so much for listening. Um, next week, we will be actually having an episode that you guys gave us the idea for. It's really just yes. a feedback episode. Um, and yeah, we're really excited. Thank you so much. And keep was it coming. Was it, um, was it w- they wanted to know which characters we identified yeah, with the like most? Yeah, throughout different times in our lives. Um, so we'll come up with those. <laughs> and then um, also a fan theory. So. Ooh. Yeah. And um, maybe we should do a poll on what we need to drink for this. Well, our first poll will be about Sirius because I feel like I really need to know if people <laughs> wanted him to die. Because um, you. I didn't it. want him to die. Um, but yeah, we'll do a poll. Or actually, just leave us a comment under this episode of what you think we should drink on Facebook or if Instagram. If it's throughout phases in our life, I feel like I'm going to have to drink some shitty vodka <laughs> to really get myself back into that phase. No one wants to go back into that phase. <laughs> All right. Some, some spit. Well, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HPHalfDrunk. And like us on Facebook and subscribe to us in the podcast app. Yes. Or on just on iTunes. You can yeah. subscribe there. Yeah. All right. And we're going to figure out how to put it yes, on Spotify. Yes, we're trying shortly. for Spotify for you Android users <laughs> who we love. All right. Well, thanks. It's been great. Yeah. Thanks for joining in. See you next week. Right. Bye. Mischief managed. Thank you.